It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Goodbye, University. Hey everyone, it's Jeanette for Good Vibe University. This is another in our series of LOA business calls. We're talking about business plans today. So thanks everyone who has joined in for this discussion because I am intending this to be a discussion. I have some things I'd like to share, but I suspect you guys will help add a lot of um, wisdom and guidance to this topic today. So thank you, Elizabeth, for being here. Hello, sweetie. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? It's, it's, since it's a new week, let's hear your good news today. Um, the sun is shining, and this week marks uh, the week of my first wedding anniversary. So, you it's actually you who knew it was yeah. so new. Well, and it's our first year on Friday, November eleventh, two thousand eleven. I deliberately planned that. Well, happy almost anniversary. Uh, and Maria's here. Maria, haven't seen Hello, you in a while. Hello, everyone. Maria. Maria, let's hear your good news. I am back on the West Coast and absolutely loving it and have some fabulous Law of Attraction stories to tell. Yay. Maria, when are we going to hear those? I wrote to you and I'm waiting to hear back from you. I or gave you two dates in November. Did I say yes? <laughs> no, I was. I, I sent you a second message that said, "Did you get these?" But I never. Oh heard my gosh! I thought I'd written back saying, "Yes, the days look great." Um, but uh, okay, well, let's get those because I can't wait to hear them. Maria, I got to tell you, I think about you every morning because I got this really cool rainbow. It's like this, this colored threads, and it's a rainbow, and I hang it just because otherwise the door from the bedroom kind of points where I lay in the bed, and so just dispersing energy with a really cool thing. Anyway, so I look at it every morning because it rotates a little when the when the air blows on it, and it was made in Eugene, Oregon. And, and I got <laughs> I got one. Um, I got a miniature one too on the light right by the bed. And I just think whoever whoever came up with this, this is the smartest thing ever. And I'm like, such cool things happening in Eugene. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's Including true. Maria Lesset. Thanks for joining today, Maria. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Who else is on the line with us? Who will share some good news? Julie's well, here. Julie, I'm here, and um, Diva and I are going to Portland next week for six days to look at places to live, job interviews, so I can see Maria <laughs> in person more often. And so that's really good news. Very excited about that. That is super exciting. I'm so glad to see you following through with that because I know that's going to be a really good time for you. Yes, yep, yep, yep. So really excited about that. So we're we're about to start a uh, an 11-day trek, going to go spend um, six days in Oregon, and it's going to be busy. We're going to be looking at places to live, job interviews. Diva has a half-brother there and a niece mm. to be with them, and then we're going to go to Phoenix um, and go be with my brother-in-law and those kids and the kid, my sister's kids. So we're real excited mm-hmm. about our trip. You, anything you do with Diva is going to be a good time, but especially thank, that trip. You know, thank you. That's really true. <laughs> right, um, Jody, are you unmuted? I am now. Yay! Let's hear some good news for you. Thanks for joining us today. 
I am looking at the window, and it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fall day here in Toronto. I can't tell you how gorgeous the colors are of the leaves, the golds, and I've got a Japanese maple over here, so it's all red, and it's stunning. I stood outside in the sunshine for a little bit this morning and thought, is it really November? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, thanks for sharing that beautiful visual with us, and thanks for dialing in today. Okay, so our topic today, we had uh, a conversation about business plans not too long ago. In fact, um, I think it was Ming uh, who started a thread about, oh, oh yeah, that's right. She had a reading from someone, right, who said, uh, apparently lots was on in this reading, and this person also said, you got to get a business plan, and that was not a feel-good vibration for Ming. So we had this wonderful thread which made its way to our LOA business forum, which we newly created after mm-hmm. Ming posted the question. So um, we uh, that's how we got on this topic. And there was a lot of fun discussion there, and it was clear that not everyone is feeling the joy in business plans. Some are skipping it altogether. Some are doing it because they know they're supposed to, but not feeling the love for it. And I thought, I think for deliberate creators in particular, it's easy for us to... Um, get a little hung up because doing a business plan sometimes seems like we're trying to figure out the hows, you know, to mm. make it all happen ourselves and to know how. It, and, and sometimes that's in direct conflict with what we know about allowing magical universe to play a role in what it is that we want to create. So this business call, uh, business plan call, I, I will say this right up front, my big disclaimer, I am not an expert on business plans. I don't feel particularly well qualified. It is in my vortex that someone steps up to say, hey, I am really good at doing at leading people through this process, and I would love to do it. Lisa Alessi came to mind because I think the work she does with people would translate very naturally to this. But my little disclaimer is that I am not the expert on guiding people to create business plans, but I have learned how to use one for myself that feels really, really, really good. So um, that, this is also why I'm loving the, I'm already in anticipation loving the input that you guys are going to offer about how to do business plans in the vortex. So I was thinking some of the natural questions around this topic are, for some person it might be even what are they, um, and whether they matter, what, are they really important, do I have to have one or can I skip it all together, how to make one, how to make one that I love and, and what to do with it after I've made one. Those seem like some natural questions, but if anyone who's dialed in either has a question or anticipates one that someone might ask, let's definitely be sure to get it sometime in our hour together today. Um, So let's talk about, first of all, what a business plan is. (laughs) I I feel like I'll probably be having a lot of disclaimers through this discussion because this really is not my forte. But um, I think, uh, in fact, I think I said it in the response to Ming in the forum that a business plan is just one way to facilitate the vision and the alignment for what you want to do with your business, but it's certainly not a required way, and it's not the only way. But I do have the the one-page business plan book in front of me, this one by Jim. Does anyone know how to pronounce his last name? H-O-R-A-N? Horan, maybe? Horan? Yep. Horan? Yep. Horan or Horan. Yeah. yeah. So he, there's probably a definition in here as to what a business plan is, but his his version is different than I think what most people traditionally think of when they hear the term business plan, which is, you know, the long document required by the bank in order to get the funding, right, in order to get the small business loan. That's why most, peop- most entrepreneurs 
their experience with the business plan is that, to put something together to prove to the bank that I got an idea that's worth investing in. Um, or sometimes it's, you know, to gain outside investors that aren't necessarily bank-related, but usually thought of as a very dry, long, boring document. Um, in in finance world, uh, <laughs> I won't even say my, because it isn't vortexy. My experience with the traditional version, very unvortexy. But Jim's version is the one-page business plan. I gotta say that one was easy for me to get lit up about because it isn't a big, long, boring document that takes forever to to put together that's designed to convince someone that your idea is a good one and that they should be investing dollars with you. His version is very different, and it's really just organized around five things. That's the vision, the mission, the objectives, the strategies, and then the plan. And he puts all of that on one page. I love um, that. Yeah, I know, huh? Like, yeah. Super easy. Um, he says, why a one-page business plan works. Let's just say why Jim thinks it works. He says, it's effective because it takes a complex subject and makes it simple. It's easy to read and understand. If you're the writer, you will know when you are finished because you have effectively covered all of the important elements of your plan. He says, it gives you focus. He says, it's readily understandable. It's versatile. Um, he's, he's got a paragraph here for consistency. It's an effective communication tool because you send the same message to every person you give it to. I, you know, I don't share mine with people other than other coaches who have asked what mine looks like, but I don't share mine. If I did one for Good Vibe Coach Academy, I'm sure Lisa and I would share it with each other. Um, but what I was thinking, the, re, what the, the benefit of having a business plan for me, and I'd like to hear from some of you who've used one as well, or maybe can anticipate what the benefits would be to you. But for me, putting one together, it helped me feel like I was taking my dreams seriously, right? It wasn't just fanciful thinking, but it just felt so much for real. Um, and it was also a very grounding thing for me to turn to when I felt like I was getting lost or swept away from it with, you know, oh, either negative what-ifs or, um, or what-is even sometimes – uh, when that was happening, this was an easy way to get my attention back on what I was creating. So it helped focus my energy. I guess that's in a very grounding way. That's another benefit. Plus, I got to say, you guys, this is I did, I have this is still my old plan that I'm looking at as we go through this call. I haven't done a new one for anything else yet. Um, but still, even though this is an old one, it re-inspires me every time I read it. Yeah. it it's like um, when I read my vision. Oh. It's, mm-hmm. It makes me feel seriously. I could I could cry if I was trying not to cry. Then I would totally be in tears. That's how that's how much inspiration I get from it. So that's another huge benefit. Um, and it also keeps my business plan keeps me from falling into the yeah buts like yeah but how am I going to do that line of thinking when I sometimes feel like this dream is bigger than I am or bigger than I can tackle. This has laid out a very concrete way for it to feel embraceable and and very achievable. So that's some of the benefits my business plan has given me. Does anyone who's dialed in want to share what theirs has done for them? You know what, Jeanette, this is Julie, and I was going to say, um, when I've done business plans, either for in a corporate world or outside of a corporate world, to me it's another form of scripting because you're defining your purpose, you know, there's resources, you're developing a strategy, and you're gaining support. So it's really like you were saying, it's your dream. So I think it just makes it a little bit more concrete. And I, and myself, don't have any fear around a business plan. I know that there's certain elements that you have to have in it, like who's your target market and what's the strategy and stuff like that. But um, 
I just think it's just another form of, of scripting. So maybe if before you write a business plan, if you just go, oh, what is my dream? What you know? What's the end result? Start with the end result in mind, right? And then just maybe put in the elements of like what this guy was saying, the five elements of the business plan are. But I think start with the end in mind, and it's just another form of scripting, and don't be afraid of it. Well, I I I really like that, Julie. Thanks for bringing that up. In fact, I think Matt in the thread, in the forum thread, had outlined a process that he does with clients where he will just ask them to close their eyes and sit back and he'll ask some questions to help inspire what their, their, their ultimate vision looks like. And he takes notes, which can be translated into a concrete business plan. So nice. in, in that sense, it is a lot of, of concrete dreaming. You know, mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me. It's, it's that it, it fuels the dream. It's, it, it is an easy way to bring it to life. So, mm-hmm. so practical and so, I don't know, maybe it, that's from my business training. Anyway, it's easy for me to find the feel-good with the business plan. But I know that not everyone does. So, you know, if if you don't feel – the answer to Ming's question was, do you have to have one? Is absolutely not. There's absolutely not – you do not have to – and her person had said something like, well, you're not going to get, you know, really big spontaneously without a business plan. That's a thought worth questioning. I'm sure there are plenty of very successful businesses out there who never put a formal plan together. Mm. So it's certainly not required in my mind, but um, but I don't think there's any reason it can't be really fun. If there's some fun to be had here, why not leverage well, it? And I think it depends on who's your audience. Who is your audience? Because you, oh. you know who, who's going to be reading your plan and why, because different types of audiences are going to look at different information. So maybe your next-door neighbor is chairman of the board or you know, CEO or a high-powered executive of some corporation who has the means, and you would just go in and talk with him, or maybe it's for the bank. I mean, I think know who your audience is. But again, I think start with you know, what your dream is, the end in mind, and then that's, you'll know how to write it. I think that's helpful, Julie, because if we if we're creating something in order to try to convince someone else that that feels like that's some challenging energy there to start with but mm-hmm. if we if we start from the place of just capturing our dream on paper um and then i'm imagining for entrepreneurs the most of the people who will be listening to this are are people who are self-employed business owners mm-hmm. um when we think about who we might be sharing this with i i just created mine for myself um but it, it's and maybe I shared it. I imagine I probably did with um, like some marketing people or or people who I had hired to help me grow my business. That this would that seems like that'd be a good place to share it so that they know what I'm up to and if whether it's a fit for them. And if it's not a fit for them, then we right. know we should not be working together. If it is a fit for them, then they're very closely dialed in on what it is I'm creating too. So um, all right, well let's talk about uh, how to make one. Um, and again, I don't think everyone needs to, but if you if you have an intention that this can be fun, if you, you know open up your mind that there's a possibility there might be something here for you, I think that makes it a lot easier to have success with this process. So if we if I were to look at uh, Jim's process, and I I I can't recommend enough um, his one page business plan. I I think that's pretty obvious that I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have a copy of his book, but I created my plan. Just looking at, he had on his website, I don't know if they still have it, and his website is onepagebusinessplan.com. But years ago, they used to have a section that was called sample templates. And, you know, whether you were a service-based industry or retail or 
they had a variety of different templates up, and I picked one that was most closely correlated with what I was doing, you know, as um, just a, a solopreneur as a coach. And just looking at the template, I created my own. So I didn't even buy his book, and I was able to put my own plan together just based on the sample that they had on their site. I, last time I looked, which was a while ago, they no longer had the sample templates up they there. They still have some sample plans there. Oh, good, right on. All right, that's good to know. Um, he did send me a signed copy of his book after I was sending a ton of people to his site, apparently, <laughs> so much that they got to know who I was and said, Jeanette, do you want a copy? <laughs> Maybe I'd own one since you're such a fan. Um, Okay, so when he what he suggests going through, and I'll just keep this short because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Again, this is not my forte, but the first section that he asks you to complete is the vision, and I think that's the most important part. The vision is how you visualize your company in the future according to what he has said. Actually, I sent myself an email. I wouldn't mind going to take a look at because I had a really cool – because after the vision, then they ask the mission, and I always got – tripped up. I'm like, what's the difference between the vision and the mission? And another disclaimer from Jeanette. Um, <laughs> when when I read mine, when I share mine, and I will post it in the forums after this call, and I'll read parts of it here, but when you go through mine, what you, you'll probably be like, she's got that under objectives, but that's not an objective. Or she's got that under strategy, but that really belongs more under mission. Look, mine isn't perfect by any means, but it, it has worked for me. Okay, so this Thing, I can't remember where I got this. I don't think it's from the book, but he, it says the vision is your dream, a picture of the ideal conditions for your business. As a unifying statement for your effort, it also reminds you what you are striving to reach and guides important decisions. A vision statement should be a few short paragraphs or a sentence that conveys your hopes for the future. <laughs> need this example. They think these are catchy phrases such as healthy teens, safe streets, safe neighborhoods, and education for all. Illustrate the common characteristics of a vision statement. I guess if I was all about healthy teens, that would probably light me up to say that. <laughs> it says, craft a statement that is understood and shared by everyone involved, broad enough to include a diverse variety of perspectives, inspiring and uplifting. I think that's the one that matters. I also like the easy-to-communicate one that they offer as well. Um, in the book, they offer some samples of a vision statement. Oh, you guys are just going to roll your eyes when you hear some of these because they sound so boring. <laughs> to build Phoenix Electronic Controls into the premier industrial process control company in the Southwest, within five years grow, here's a, this is another example, within five years grow PEC Inc. to $20 million in revenues by expanding its role from a manufacturing representative business to a value-added company offering complete engineering field service and integration engineering services. Oh my word. <laughs> Maybe if you're in the business that lights you up. Maybe it does. I don't know. Um, kind of my, doesn't, but it's just making me laugh. <laughs> they, now, uh, now, when they were talking about vision plans before they gave examples, there was one in here. Like um, it says, "Great journeys start with the vision. The vision is the dream. It describes what the journey is about and what you hope to find or create." Columbus's vision was to reach the Indies by sailing west. And then it says, all great journeys also have a mission. The mission describes the purpose for the trip. Columbus wanted to prove the world was round. Queen Isabella's mission was different. She wanted the riches and the power that conquering the new lands would bring. Um, so my, my vision statement, and you guys might roll your eyes the same way I rolled my eyes at the ones I just read, but this one does it for me. Inspiring deliberate creators to confidently embrace their powers to manifest reality. Seriously, I get choked up when I read it. <laughs> you know <laughs> You hit it when it brings you to tears when you read it to someone else or read it to yourself. 
Um, so the vision is where you're headed. It's, it's distinguished from the mission statement. Here's what this, uh, this thing that I found says. Your mission statement is more specific than your vision. As the next step in the action planning process, it expresses the what and how of your effort, describing what you're going to do to make your vision a reality. An example of a mission statement is, our mission is to develop a safe and healthy neighborhood through collaborative planning, community action, and policy advocacy. Boring. Um, but while your vision, it says, while your vision statement inspires you to dream, your mission statement should inspire you to action, make it concise, outcome-oriented, and inclusive. So my mission, and this might not fit their definition, I don't know, but this one works for me. So my mission reads like this, work with people from all walks of life to do four things. It's to challenge, and you guys have probably read this in my material somewhere, because I include it in my bio on occasion, or I, I, I include it in some of my other stuff, but sometimes my, you know, like social media profiles. So my mission reads, Work with people from all walks of life. And I had to say that because you know how often they tell you in coaching, you got to identify your target market, like, you know, women aged 40 to 50 who are leaving the career or returning to the work, whatever. Look, I wanted to work with everyone. I wanted to work with everyone. So I specifically said, work with people from all walks of life because that's what I wanted. Okay. Work with people from all walks of life to challenge belief systems. Play with energy. Know that anything is possible. I'm going to cry again. Wow. And harness the law of attraction to create daily magic and miracles. You guys, if I'm doing that, I have hit a home run with my life. So that, so that, this is how my business plan starts. That's my vision, inspire deliberate creators to confidently embrace their powers to manifest reality. And the mission to work with people from all walks of life to challenge belief systems, play with energy, know that anything is possible, and harness the law of attraction to create daily magic and miracles. This is, this is what helps me stay on track. So when I'm sitting there in front of the computer wondering, what am I supposed to be doing again? This is, this is what gets me right back on, oh, yeah, this is what I'm all about. This is what I'm doing. Um, so after the vision, well, maybe I should stop here and ask for input from you guys. What thoughts are you having about vision and mission statements? And does anyone have, anyone, have one they want to share with us? Pernilla posted in the – did you guys see her post? Did she Was she trying to post her, her business plan, but it wouldn't, or did she get it posted there, or did she just offer to send it to people? I haven't read the post yet. I think she just offered to send it to people because um, I know I contacted her, and she sent me hers broken down by year, month, and day. And some of the, the – or the week – it was month, week, and day, and some of the week and the days were actually in Danish, so she translated some of the important things. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm looking at a copy of it now, and it do- yeah, it doesn't look like it is worded in exa- or, or formatted in exactly the way Jim has said here with the vision, mission, objective, strategies, and action, but it is crystal clear, I, and I can certainly see how it's working for her. So, a uh, reminder to those who are listening, if you want to see another example from a deliberate creator, Pernilla has offered to share hers as well. Um, any any comments about vision or mission statements, or should we get into the nitty-gritty of objectives, strategies, and action plans? Um, Janet said that she loves the idea of a business plan that makes her cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, maybe, and I think... Maybe, 
I, I'm sitting here wondering, maybe there, maybe that's not complete alignment. I mean, maybe I wouldn't cry. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It feels good. I will say it brings me to tears in a really, really good way. Was, were you going to add anything else from the chat room, Elizabeth? Yeah, I was going to. Maria posted something. Um, she pointed out challenging the niche myth, which she loved, and um, that she said the business plan is so much more than the profits, and that's where she thinks people get caught up. Uh, when it's more about the money than the passion behind the dream. So, that's, yeah, that's very That's good. really what drove a lot of the changes because when I had, this is not, the version I'm sharing with you guys, this is not the first way I wrote it up. The first way I wrote it up was a lot more in alignment with what you'd see in the samples. Like, oh, we, we, when we start looking at some of these objectives, because that's what, that's what they suggest doing next, the objectives, which... Actually, I want to say a little more about the mission statement. I know I said I was going to go through this quickly, but um, with the mission statement, it says, so the vision is basically the fu the future, where you want to take your business, what you want it to be in the future. But the mission statement, it says, it always answers the question, why will customers buy this product or service? Why does this business exist? Um, I wonder if mine does that. Why does mine exist? See, my, mine doesn't really mine doesn't really fit that. Kind of, maybe, sort of. I don't know. I don't think mine would be very very much approved. Although they were going to put mine in a book. They were writing a book of, I don't know, they were doing a book of business plans, and I gave them permission to use mine. Anyway, um, okay, so I want to move to, oh, come on, wait a minute, guys. I just found a better page of examples of vision statements and mission statements. I'm going to read a couple of short vision statements if there's anything good here. Ooh, I kind of like this one. To have design media become recognized as the world leader in web-based training and educational delivery systems. Mm -hmm. um, here's another vision statement. To become recognized as the world leader in toys and games that entertain and educate. Those are some of the short ones. They're still not. Again, maybe because it's not mine, it doesn't make me cry. <laughs> uh, examples of mission statements. We're on a mission to help rescue people from heavy kitchen duty. <laughs> That's from the shortcut cooks. <laughs> I like that one. And, and in the note next to it, it says, short, fun, and right to the point. I like that one a lot. Um, here's another one from Video Arts, Inc. Our mission is to translate your ideas to the screen um, from Tech Search. We find the right employees to make your business successful. Here's one from Jack London Court Reporters. It's a small court transcription company. There's, their mission statement is, we convert the spoken word to the written word with integrity. Okay. Ooh, here's one from Cody's Books. We bring authors and books together uh, from a specialty custom craft company, personally made the way you want it. Okay, so, ooh, here's one from Lens Crafters, helping people see better one hour at a time. That's kind of cool. Uh, from an Indian grocery store. We bring the taste of India to your home. <laughs> this one from Sacramento Waste Management. Help us lose weight. Recycle bi-monthly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Nature Conservancy. Saving the last great places on Earth. Okay, so there's... I, I like how short they are. Mine's kind of long compared to some of these. But, um, ooh, United Parcel Service. We move at the speed of business. All right, so, and you could see how easy the mission statements would be to use in your marketing, too. All right, moving on to objectives. They say that, um, what are the goals? How does the business define success? This is what you want to include in the objective section of your business plan. 
and it says meaningful specifics are those individuals who know what they want to achieve in very specific terms and have targets and timeframes written down to help them get there. So the objectives clarify what it is you're trying to accomplish in specific measurable goals. This is where mine does not, well, it kind of does. Um, for an objective to be effective, it needs to be a well-defined target with quantifiable elements that are measurable. Some examples, gross sales to 5.5 million in 2006, um, achieve profit before tax of 480,000, um, increased number of existing accounts with greater than 100 million volume from eight last year to 15 in 2006. These are all about the numbers. Reduce shipping expense to 3% of sales starting first quarter. Aggressively manage inventory to budgeted levels. See, this is why people hate business plans, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Here's how mine reads. <laughs> do you just love how I say it? Here's how mine reads. Like, I love mine. The first objective, and this one I had to put first because, like Maria said in chat room, when, if, when I make this all about the numbers and the money and the, you know, that's, that's not the focus that matters. What matters to me isn't how many people I'm impacting or how much money I'm making. What matters to me is that I'm enjoying myself, um, that I'm proud of what I'm creating, that I'm having a good time. So my very first objective is delight in my trade. And it says right after that, walk the talk and love my life. That's, that's the first one. If I do that, I'm already, like, mostly there. Like, that's, I obviously want to make enough of a living that I get to keep doing that. <laughs> but if I'm having a good time, I have hit a home run. Um, underneath that, it says, I, just to keep it short, what I'm really meaning is create the re, a renowned reputation as the LOA coaching expert. Again, this is my old business plan for Good Vibe Coaching. Um, but it's one that I used for years to guide my business. And then underneath that, then I start getting into some numbers. Um, widespread audience of influencers. I was looking to have 20,000 loyal subscribers, 1,000 daily hits to my blog. I wanted to be in the top 100,000 on Alexa that measures traffic to websites. Those are the sorts of numbers that um, – remember, you guys have heard me tell my 1,000 daily hit story, Remember? When that member that day, this is the business plan. I was, I was, I was like, really? Is that what I said I wanted? Yep, that's what I said I wanted. How come it doesn't feel any better than this? Because it was when I, 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 the first time I looked at my blog traffic and saw that I had had a thousand hits in one day, I thought, wait, that wasn't that what I said I wanted? And I looked up, and sure enough, there it says, yeah, one thousand daily hits. And I got it, but it didn't feel fabulous. Like, why wasn't I celebrating? Why didn't it feel like, woohoo? Because trust me, when I put that down on the, on the business plan, that was a stretch. That was a big stretch. And it just, it's because the numbers, the numbers, it's not about the numbers. It's about, it's about the feelings. So for, for, a, for me to have a business plan where the objectives are all about the numbers feels like it's missing the point, which is why mine starts with delight in my trade, walk the talk, and love my life. But then it also included to have um, specific profit made through products, courses, groups, writing, speaking, and coaching, so having a variety of avenues for income streams. So that was on there as well. And, um, and that's it, really, for my objectives. The next section they want you to do is to lay out the strategies for how you're going to achieve those objectives. Let me just read in a tip from Jim about strategies. So the strategies, how to grow and manage the business. Um, 
strategy, set the direction, philosophy, values, and methodology for building and managing your company. They also establish guidelines and boundaries for evaluating important business decisions. Following a predefined set of strategies is critical to keeping a business on track. Here's some examples. Uh, ooh, these are weird. Okay, they don't say any numbers. I guess that's what I was oh, – but I guess that makes sense. So strategies for this one company. This is Nordstrom's. Price isn't everything. Lots of customers will pay extra for a helpful, well-trained staff. Um, here's one from – it doesn't say who this is from – Superior execution. A well-executed plan for a simple product will be a poor implementation of a great product every day. Uh, here's another one. Don't try to do it all. Specialize in what you do best. Contract or forget the rest. Another one. Think fast. Particularly in the high-tech world, move and evolve quickly. Learn from Netscape. Um, I'll give another example. Attract the very best employees and give them a stake in the business. Give rank-and-file employees a vested interest in how a company performs. Intel does. So I guess you can kind of tell who some of those are from. So so if it, if your strategy is how you're going to accomplish those objectives which lead to your ultimate vision, um, mine went like this. And mine have changed over time, but first on my strategy list is to leverage my material. Because, I, in fact, I just did it again today or yesterday when uh, Barbara, from, she does the magnetic newsletter, she wrote, Barb asked me for a new article that she could use, and or she asked me for a recent article. Do you have anything that you could use? And I had written one that I wrote for Catalyst and also put on GVU. It used to be that I would write something for someone once, and that's all I, that would ever happen to it. It would never get posted at the blog. It would never be sent in a newsletter. It would never go on easynarticles.com. It would never go anywhere else. And I realized I'm creating a lot of work that I wasn't leveraging. So one of my strategies was start leveraging my material. So that article on LOA support for people, it's posted at GVU, it's, post, it's um, printed in Catalyst this month, and Barb's sharing it with her newsletter sometime later this month too. Um, in order to do that, I knew I had to, I, in, in order to achieve some of my objectives, I knew I needed to limit my one-on-one -on -one work because I was spending my entire time doing coaching sessions. So I put, one of my strategies was to cap my one-on-one -on -one work Another strategy was to share impactful products. And here was another one, invest in myself, enjoy my down, oh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy, that's one instruction. So invest in self, and then in parentheses it says enjoy, downtime, and learn. That's my reminder to create lots of space in my day to make time to learn something new because I get so inspired when I'm, when I'm learning something and just plenty of enjoyment because if I'm not enjoying, I'm missing the whole point. Another strategy I have listed is to implement excellent support systems and best practices. Um, I'm normally pretty good about keeping a coach on board, but so, w there are times when I went without one, and there are also times when I wasn't making my self-care most important. So, so one, knowing that one of my strategies is take care of myself by taking care of myself and getting support in place, VAs, coaches, um, resources to make life easier. That was one of my strategies. Then the last one I have listed as a strategy, and I think this should go on every deliberate creator's business plan, that's to harness deliberate creation. In parentheses after that, I just say downstream and inner guidance. That's to remind me, get, whenever it feels like I've got my oars in the water and I'm paddling upstream, let go. And also to trust myself. When inner guidance says, 
do vibe doctors. <laughs> do vibe doctors first um, to listen to that so that I'm, I'm leveraging what I think really matters, makes the, the big difference in a successful business. Um, let me see if they've got other good examples of strategies that might be good to share. Does anyone have anything they want to talk about? Or are you starting to feel like, ugh, but when you do this, we're getting a little bit too much in the house. Okay. Um, so here's, here's some examples of, they think of strategies that work. Uh, sell total solutions, not time, not parts. See, theirs are short. Mine was kind of long. Um, aim high with minimum project size of 300 grand. Focus on web-based training and communications products with delivery via internet, internet, CD-ROM. Control expenses and growth. Self-capitalized bank finance company. Achieve sales and profits plans. Those are too boring for me to even finish reading. <coughs> Let's talk action plan. Um, so what Jim says about action plans. Uh, hey, where's the action plan section? Okay, this must be it. What specific actions will the business implement to achieve its goals? Um, he says, plans are the specific actions the business must implement to achieve the objectives. Plan or action items should be important, significant, and contribute to the growth of your business. Each plan or action item is, in effect, a project. Ideally, each plan statement should directly relate to an objective and strategy. Plans should be action-oriented, should specify specific tax tasks and should have deadlines. If your business has employees, you've got to get everyone on board. Um, yeah, all right. And then he says, you know, measure your, make your plans carefully, execute them on time, within budget, and with excellence. Measure their impact routinely. So some of the examples he has, um, attend trade show in June, LA in September, and Chicago in October. Um, here's another one. Overhaul skin care emulsion equipment during June shutdown. Another one, redo tax seminar marketing brochures in second quarter, Bob Jones to lead the team. Uh, move to Pleasanton facility October 15th. I mean, these are really specific things. My action plan, as you might guess, is different than you might see on most people's plans. First on the list is in accordance with my strategy of taking good care of myself for implementing excellent support systems is sleep, exercise, yoga, relax, food, and meditate. I just put all of those words down there to remind me what helps me be the best me. Sleep, first on the list. <laughs> exercise, meaning movement. Don't sit in front of the chair, in front of the computer all day. So yoga's on there. Relaxing, because I, I have it in me to work too hard, so I've got it on my plan reminding me to walk away sometimes, go on a dog walk. Um, and then eating what I love, because sometimes I don't make time to have food in the house that I love, and I just eat whatever's here. And then meditate, believe it or not, is on my list. I don't do that one. Um, not regularly, anyway. <laughs> Underneath that is, these are now we're getting specific. And remember, this is an old plan, but I had down here fabulous blog posts twice a week and an excellent e-zine twice a month. So I was looking to get out two two blog posts a week, and two newsletters a month. There were times when I would do four a week or none a week. Um, there were times I went probably five months without any newsletters going out. So if I wasn't in the vortex for any of this stuff, it didn't happen, and I didn't sweat it. But it was a guideline of what I thought was going to lead me to where I wanted to go. Also on my action plan is read and or learn something every day. Also on there is enforcing my one-on-one -on -one coaching boundaries. 
that I, I, I only do it on certain days with a certain number of people. And regular work with personal coach and masterminders. This is very similar to my strategy, so some people would probably say this isn't specific enough to really be an, an effective action plan. And then I also had on there that every quarter I would create one group, and I would run, I would conduct one group, create one product, and then take one month off. So it, for three months of every quarter, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't want to overlap myself so that I was doing too much at once. But I would, one one month would be all right. I'm going to run a group this month, and the next month would be okay. Now turn that into a product, and then the next one would be all right. Do nothing for a while. So that's that's the ins and outs of my business plan, and it fits on one page. Um, which is a, one reason why I really like it. And I will say the most helpful part here isn't necessarily the specific action plan like you might think that it is, um, although there were times when I had to look at that and remind myself, okay, yes, blog posts, because writing is really key for me growing my business. So I had writing in there to remind me, yeah. So when, you know, I would see something, someone would be doing something really new and cool, like someone would be doing something with video or teleclasses, and I'd be like, oh, should I be doing that? And it helped keep me focused on, no, this is your plan. This is how you're doing it. This is what you love. And if there was something that lit me up enough to revise my plan, then I would do it. But writing for me was really the key of how I was doing this. Um, When I look at some of the questions that I think um, come up for us about these, I uh, yeah, I think that it, it's an easy hang-up for deliberate creators to think they're supposed to know how all of this happens, like when we're putting our action plan together. But we can use a business plan while still making room for the magic of the universe and not fall into that trap of thinking we have to figure it all out and connect all the dots ourselves. So I did that by lining my plan with enjoyment as a priority throughout each section because I know the best key to my success is alignment, not action. So even in my action plan, those action steps, they're what creates, they're what contributes to my alignment, not just the bottom line of my business, right? But I, I did, I also knew some actions that I really enjoyed that I intended to take, that I knew would help support where I was taking my business. So I put those in there too. Um, does that make sense? Or do, does it feel like there's a, a really big discord between creating an action plan as a deliberate creator? Okay, um, one more thing I would add is if you don't love it, you are not done with it. You're not done until you look at it and it thrills you or maybe even brings you to tears. Um, You want it to be moving. It doesn't have to move anyone else but you, just you. No one else has to get it. You know you've got it when you feel like you're soaring when you read it. That's really what mine feels like to me. It's just it's very liberating and inspiring. So how to use one once you've got one put together? I was going to say don't just file it away and forget about it, although people have reported doing exactly that, (laughs) only to run across it years later and discover everything they put on it came to fruition. So there's probably no wrong way to use a business plan. But the way I used mine was I put it on my wall so I had a crystal clear reminder right in front of me about what I was up to, inspiring deliberate creators to confidently embrace their powers to manifest reality. Seriously, it brings me to tears every time I read it. That is so cool. Um, And that was really helpful for me to have right in front of me when I'm sitting at the computer wondering, what am I supposed to be doing again? Or when I'm spinning my wheels trying to write another blog post, that reminder redirected me like nothing else did. And I think the reason that, that it worked also really well for me is because I had used the strategic action plan for attracting clients in my business 
So I knew having something in writing in front of me that I could read was extremely effective. My experience with that, uh, that, act, that strategic action plan from attracting perfect customers was so, 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 so helpful to me in staying out of the fear of what if this doesn't work that I think that gave me a lot of fuel for having a written business plan too. So mine did, the, the, what mine did for me was it reminded me that this is what I was up to. This is what it feels like and it looks like. I got this. It's like it, it was embraceable again rather than feeling like, I really have no idea what I'm doing here, just doing something different every day, not making any progress on any of it. This helped me feel targeted and focused and aligned which is why I think business plans can be super effective for those of us who are using deliberate creation to grow our businesses. Um, I, I'd like to open up for comments or questions. What do, what do you guys want to add to what I've shared here so far? Well, this is Elizabeth, and I think what I get now, because I don't have one, so I'm going to be working on mine, but basically there, um, there are no rules. You can do it any way you want as long as it feels good. That's the bottom line. And, um, you know, there are some things when you were reading, like from his examples, that, oh, they just didn't feel good. So that was just a reminder. Just however you want it to be, as long as it feels good, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says, even if you showed it to somebody and they weren't quite there. As long as it felt good to you and and lit you up or, or evoked some emotion from you, then you know you got it right. So I think that's what I've taking away from this and just doing it your way. So, thank you. You know, that's a really that is a really good point because like I said mine probably wouldn't meet the technical definition in most of the sections according to how you're supposed to do one. But and this again, this wasn't the first version. I think that's another reminder too is that be flexible with this. Allow it to change as you discover new things about yourself and your business and what you want to create. Because, uh, you know, the first version of mine was much more traditional with the kinds of numbers and metrics that might seem like um, it matters, but it didn't. It sometimes those things felt like pressure, and sometimes it felt like like wrong focus. Like when I'm focusing on the numbers, even if I hit every single one of these, if I did not have a good time doing it, I am a big fat loser. So um, being being willing to recognize what works about it and what doesn't work, and change it up over time, it feels like that was super key to this process being effective for me. And it, and there was a learning curve associated with it. This one did not, this is not the original version. That, in fact, there were even some things that when I was focusing on my, on just Good Vibe Coaching and not Good Vibe University or Coach Academy or Vibe Doctors or anything else that I'm doing that felt like there, that we, I could use some tweaking here. But But I knew myself well enough. In fact, every time I've been in a mastermind group with people and they say, what can we help you how can we best support you, Jeanette? The answer is always help me stay on track with enjoyment. I have it in me to work too hard. <laughs> Make, ask me about what am I doing for fun and how many times am I laughing and don't because and that's really what my my plan is designed to do as well to help me stay on track what really matters for me and that is fun, good times, enjoyment, and that because that's what success is for me. Well, what's um, always worked for me, Jeanette, was just, um, and I've talked about this on previous calls, where having a hell yes plan or a best year yet plan, and 
in diff- and then have guidelines in different like areas of your life. So my my yearly plan would not only include the business, but it would include personal things as well. Like it's like kind of what you're intending for the mm. year and how you want it to unfold. And honestly, of all the things and bullet points I'd put on that, which is a one-page plan too, the thing that always works the best for me is the theme for the year. So like for instance, in 2010, it was all about being simple, clean, and easy. In 2011, it has been and it's still being uh, Il Dolce Fagnente, which is like doing nothing, you know. And then having guidelines and the guidelines being, well, feel good before taking action or connect with your inner guidance all the time. Love it or leave it. Um, Embrace the attitude of it's enough. It always is. And things like that. And so every single time I look back on the plan and look at those guidelines or look at the theme, I always feel like I'm like, yeah, I did that. And as long as I did that, then all the details around, well, you know, how much did you make in the business or did you go exactly on these trips, doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about the guidelines and, again, how you're feeling. So that's awesome. always worked. Like, I've always met those guidelines, I must say. And, you know, for some people, it, they might their, their best feel-good might be in getting a certain number of subscribers or making a certain amount of money. That might be what feels best to them. Um, I, I, I went down that path enough to know that that isn't it for me. But, Maria, you, you alluded to something else that I, I think is worth expanding on here, and that's that um, in corporate, I mean, some people will have a separate life plan from their business plan, and some people put it all together as one. I personally don't have a separate life plan than my business, but I think that uh, a lot of my clients have had a lot of success in doing that, so that their business is just a uh, just a portion of their life, but they have this whole big other thing that they're up to as well, and their life plan helps um, helps them stay on track with that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't I haven't ever done that, but I actually think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, it's worked for me. I mean, it feels good too, and then it makes it not. It's it's almost like well, at least for someone like myself, you know, some people can get to the point where their business. It is their life. Not that that's a bad thing, because if you're really yeah. enjoying your business and you're always enjoy, then that's cool, you know. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, it's not that way for many people. So, you know, if you just put all your focus on, okay, here's my intentions for the, the business and and the profits and exactly all the strategies, that can be heavy for some, you know. So for well, me, when I good, that's a really good point, because I'm thinking like if someone if someone focused so much on their business to the detriment of their relationships or uh, yeah. their goals of being a mom or whatever. Then, and then it might be worth creating one plan. I don't know. I don't know how that would look in putting it in, together in one page, but I believe anything's possible. So that that might be really cool. My other stuff has fit in really well because it feels like you know when I have written in here um, enjoyment and downtime and reading and learning, it feels like it directs me to make sure you're getting your fostering done, make sure you're getting your dog walks in, and and watching your movies with your sweetie and reading new books and stuff. So I don't know, maybe I don't give myself enough credit for this being a really good life plan as well, but but um, I think that's just food for thought. As as people are listening to this and, and either feeling inspiration to sit down and do this or not, um, consider whether you might want to have it be bigger for your overall life or have a separate plan for your life. That could be cool too. Jeanette, uh, it's Jeanette here. Um, Jeanette, how um, are you? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> it's nice to um, hear you. I, I love Thank you. Um, I love the idea. I, I've been feeling a bit, a bit scattered about my new business and and having a sort of a vague notion what I look, wanted it to look like. But I was also very, very aware that I am a recovering howlaholic and 
as such, it wouldn't be healthy for me to sit down and do the traditional business plan because that would just take me into a really dark and horrible place. And I love this. Um, I, I love the way that you've approached it. And I, what, what is occurring to me is that, because uh, I want to sit down and do the same thing for me, um, and I'm going to go back and have a look at my core values and also mm. the work I've done with Lisa Alessi about my why mm. and, yeah. and and use those as a core to kind of create the the something that the thing that really lights me up. And I think that's the missing piece in the puzzle. I've got those other things or kind of I know what they are and I've got this idea that I want um, a business, but I haven't quite connected the two, and I think this is going to do the trick. I I love 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 your reminder to bring what you've learned in your why work and to bring your core values into this. In fact, uh, I mean, learning is one of mine. You can, and enjoyment is in there, yeah. So I mean, mine is mm-hmm. kind of reflected, but I would have loved loved loved. Oh, I just want to go look at my. I want to go look at my what might be missing or how could I get it in here? Well, freedom is freedom. So freedom. And here I have on my action plan two blog posts a week and two newsletters a month. Okay, that doesn't feel so much in cooperation with each other. Yeah. I'm not sure. I I like the uh, – because freedom's pretty much – it's not one of my core values, but it's pretty up there. And having structure isn't necessarily restrictive if it's the structure I designed. Yeah, so I guess I guess like so a reframe could make it easy for those to go hand in hand. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. I, I was just going to say because. I like the idea of having. Like I'm just doing some work around some social media stuff and trying to work out how to how to maximise and leverage social media without drowning under the, you know, because you could spend 24/7 just doing social media. Um, so having a strategy helps me feel like I'm the one in control. Social media is not controlling me. I'm not running out and looking at every new social media site that right. you know right. hits the, the marketplace. And, and that's where the freedom lies for me is in saying, okay, for this particular thing, it needs structure. I need structure. I don't have to stick to it. I get to, if if I decide one week, hell, I, I don't want to do two blog posts this week. I want to do four. Then that's great. But um, it, it, but the freedom comes through my capacity to create that strategy and change it whenever I want. Um, you know what else I was thinking too? Like connection is one of my core values. So it would have been really easy for me to put in my business plan some sort of social media strategy. Um, that's something I do so naturally. I don't really need to give myself any, any guidelines. Like I don't hang out on Facebook longer than feels good, and, and I don't ever have to remind myself to go there. But I like that idea mm-hmm. of being super clear about what my, my values are and what my why is and making sure it is, it is strongly reflected in my plan. Thank you for that, Janet. I think that's a really, really helpful Spotlight. I wish we had said that at the top. This would have been really good to go through that with that in mind. <laughs> Very cool. Um, is, has anyone else got any questions they want to ask or any different ways of seeing this that you want to offer to people who might be wondering something? What have I missed? 
I don't see anything in chat or anything. Thanks, Elizabeth. I was thinking mm-hmm. about how how I use this and how I don't use this. Um, I mean, I think there's something, in fact, Jim says this at the beginning of his book, The Power of Putting It in Writing. You, you, in fact, what's that book? What, what's that book that's on that topic? Like, write it down to make it happen? I think that's actually what it's called. Anyway, he says something in here about power. Oh, the power and magic of writing. There is magic in the written word, especially when they're your words, about an idea that you have been thinking and talking about for some time. Somehow the process of writing initiates the transformation from idea to reality. It also does many other wonderful things. Things get clearer when you write. Of course, at first the process can feel very awkward and the results seem poor and anything but clear. I know what he's talking about there because I actually started writing up um, oneness of a new business plan for vibration doctors this morning. And it's it to find the magical words, it's going to take a little bit more. They, they weren't right there at the tip of my tongue. But he says, given time and patience, the process results in a connection of the mind with the reality of the paper. Thoughts begin to develop into images. Images turn into key words and short phrases. An outline begins to emerge and the clarity builds. He goes on, if you stick with your writing, you also get focused. In the beginning, you'll have many ideas, many more than you can ever implement, but the process of capturing them on paper results in a conscious and unconscious ranking and prioritization. I believe it is important to capture as many of your thoughts regarding your product, service, or business as possible without critiquing them. The natural process of writing will keep the best and strongest of your ideas. Your vision and mission will become more concise through this evolutionary process resulting in a focused approach. Um, he says the written word also produces a contract with yourself that results in immediate action. Obviously, we know that if my immediate action is go take a nap because I'm short on sleep, then then that's the best thing I could do for my alignment and my business and my success. So we hear those words differently than maybe the average person does. Um, but he says, haven't you found that if you make up a grocery list and, and leave it at home, you almost always remember everything on the list? Many users of the one-page business plan report that as soon as they begin to write their action items, some of which they've been thinking about for years, they start to take action on them. He says, I think it's magic. <laughs> I think he's got, he's, there's something to, for me especially, putting it in writing is super, super powerful. So if this feels fun and inspiring, have fun with it. If not, don't worry, you're not missing out on anything. There is some other way for you to create your focus and your clarity and your alignment. But if anyone's putting one together and knows a really great resource, um, share it in the forums because I am not it. This is not my forte. <laughs> but I am happy to have shared mine if, in case anyone can learn anything from it or be inspired by it. Alrighty, everyone. Thanks for joining in today. And um, I will see you on our next call or in the forums. In the meantime, have a fabulous week. Thank you. Thanks, Jeanette. Bye, everyone. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.